0: Welcome to Dug Too Deep, the officially unofficial podcast for The Rings of Power on Amazon Prime. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron, and today we're talking about season one, episode seven, "The
1: Eye of Sauron." What is the eye? It's called the eye. I don't know what the eye is though. It's 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 the eyes that Queen Muriel doesn't have left after they got <laughs> okay. She she survived the pyroclastic cloud only to be waylaid by a flaming uh i don't know doorpost yeah yeah easel doorpost uh fucking easel door man
0: he's the worst <laughs> he sure is uh the eye could also be i, I got a very eye like imagery when uh daddy durin or no durin and elrond are looking through the hole that they punch in the mithril yeah. there was there was eye like quality to that yeah there's a balrog down there got two eyes there is maybe that's
1: something <laughs> I don't think so. Eyes of flame and eyes of shadow. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the eye is, but Aaron, what do you we think? Started, of the eye? We, did, we also started a very like extreme close up of Galadriel's eye. In the very true. So her ashy, ashy eye. OK, look, this is a tale of two episodes <laughs> for me. OK, uh, let me do my best agent Smith. Uh, one of these shows has a future. The other show <laughs> is bullshit and needs to die. You choose, Mr. Anderson. I got one show that's engaging about friendships and saving people and arg- intergenerational arguments about how to use resources and when you should uh, help friends and and when you should just kind of give in to what's going on and I've got a, and and it's it's a show about uh, you know learning to to spread your wings and fly and and uh, do good. Uh, And I got another show that is just about a bunch of people I don't give a shit about. Some of them, I'm actively rooting Mm -hmm. for them to die. The Mm -hmm. writers seem like they don't give a shit to crack a book or research anything. Even the the deep lore of Lord of the Rings. um, And this is the Galadriel, Numenor, Isildur shit. Uh, I I, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I said last week. There is, you know, maybe gladrail will have a magic sh- sh- dome or maybe they'll have some kind of, like, mm-hmm. fire. This is an evil it's fire. Cold fire it's, gonna, right? yeah. it's cold fire, It's cold fire because it's evil fire and it's going to burn people. Um, this is, I, and I said the worst case scenario, they're all going to come back looking like first responders on 9-11. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned if that's not what they did with the side of flaming horses and breaking up a group even though they were just a hundred feet from each other. This is just the yeah. dumbest shit. Uh, and I don't want to belabor the point. I want to get it all out of my system here. Right. But like <laughs> this was profoundly disappointing. And then, then this is something you don't even know that to be pissed off about yet, Jim. Oh no. They've killed Galadriel's husband who is very much alive in the Peter Jackson films. He's the Fabio looking hmm. dude. That's like, where's Gandalf? I very much desire to talk to him. You know, he doesn't have a lot of lines and stuff, but Ke- <laughs> Keleborn, Huh. Also known yeah, by d- the very funny name of Teleporn. Teleporn? Uh, what? Yeah. That's is like, I don't know. He's got one Sindarin name and one Quinian name or something. I'll have to, I'll have to uh, tease John Wait, about that's that. not a meme name on the internet? No. That's
0: Teleporn?
1: Teleporn is also known as Teleporn. <laughs> yeah, he invented he invented the very first uh, yeah. screen, FaceTime pornography service in Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, that, 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 this half of the show... <laughs>
0: Teleport. Is is
1: is pretty and there's even elements of that I liked. I kind of liked uh Theo and Galadriel. Um, you know, he is on the precipice of falling into revenge.
0: Yeah. Fantasy, yeah. it's gonna kill
1: his life, and she's on the other side, like, you don't wanna go there, kid. I thought that was kind of interesting. I I don't know how we got here, but I I you know, I found it somewhat stirring the queen promising to help like you know like save your pity for our enemies because we're coming back or we're gonna fuck shit up here on middle earth i thought that was kind of cool but oh man so much stupid so much stupid and it's so yeah. bizarre because on the other side the stuff with the harfoots and the meteor man and especially uh, my man Elrond and uh, durin and his wife disa that stuff is so good and is so much better that i just i just don't know um yeah, maybe it's because that's more in the margins, so they have more freedom to kind of do what they want, and their the the, the mm. main plot is just so fraught yeah. with the token estate battle and all that. I I don't know. What did you think though, Jim?
0: Uh, yeah i I also was highly offended, and i I don't want to call this another Walking Dead week. I don't feel like it's fair to score it as a Walking Dead week because it's just a continuation. Of the Walking Dead bullshit that I saw last week, so I'll let that slide. But mm-hmm. I was super offended by the volcanic uh, scenario here. My, and you're right. Everything we said last week, we were like giving them outs, right? We were planning the outs for them, trying to see them coming and saying, surely they're going to take one of these. And my exact train of thought as I'm watching this scenario play out is, uh-oh, they're doing the ash scenario. Okay. Maybe there's a magic shield. No, nope, no, nope, no magic shield. Uh, maybe it's cold fire. Nope, that horse is definitely on fire and screaming. Maybe it's a vision of the future. Maybe maybe it's going to flash back. Even that would be less offensive than just playing it straight here. Nope, this is the here and now. We figured a way out for them and they didn't even take it. And that's, that's the shameful thing is they figured a way out for them. See episodes earlier, right? The cold fire thing. Mm. I suppose could have been an out, although it's hard to imagine that Mount Doom would stay cold forever,
1: especially given yeah. you know the Ring situation and all that. But like, but, but like we're talking to feedback, tracks the Lord of the Rings because Mount Doom's lava just canonically doesn't burn very hot. <laughs> unless <laughs> sure, you're standing, sure. unless you're unless you manage to sink in it.
0: And maybe uh, that initial
1: blast was cold, but
0: then the lava would be hot. Whatever. Yeah, he yeah. had a way out for them, and they didn't take it. And. That was the most offensive part is they obviously didn't think about it at all. They were just like, wouldn't it be cool if Mount Doom erupted, created Mordor, and then our heroes were nearby
1: to see it? Well, how does does that work? I don't know, but let's just do it. Yeah, it's like, the thing is, it makes me lose respect for the writer's room because either... They have that idea and no and no one's like, you know what? What what is the survivability of a volcano like that if we depict it? And no one decided to crack a book or someone raised that objection, they're like, Nobody will care. I don't know which is more cynical. Yeah. Um but and, and the thing is, it's like it's not just that because, like, yes, I think it's stupid. Like, it's like it's it's the equivalent of, like, um I don't know, Indiana Jones cl- climbing into a refrigerator and an atomic bomb also going off Also, extraordinary mi- One him. of the stupidest and things I've ever seen there's, in cinema. There's no fucking way a guy like George or uh, uh, Steven Spielberg would ever do something that colossally stupid to mm-hmm. a beloved character and franchise. <laughs> uh, but that's just an example of something where it's like, <laughs> oh, clearly this guy's just going to die. Oh, he's not? Huh. Um, It's just not that it's like the elves, the elf and the people and the orcs were all within a football field size area in this village and the village gets torched. Mm -hmm. Some of the people get burnt to a crisp. Horses are set on fire. None of the heroes Um, do. None of the good guys get burnt and then they get separated into various sure, groups sure. and the orcs, I guess just give them like 15, 20 minutes to get their shit together and start heading out before they start systematically searching for people. But like, yeah. why did any of this happen? How did they get separated? How <laughs> I feel? Yeah. How, how, how did the orcs get? Yeah, no, it's if, the if only the thing smoke keeping is, the orcs. Go ahead. I was going to say, if the smoke is
0: so thick that they can't see each other uh, feet away from each other, then it's probably too thick to breathe um and yeah they'll have one character <laughs> cough one time and that'll be the indication that like hey there's a lot of smoke in the air um, right it, it, here's the other thing the, the more damaging thing to me and i've said this about magic systems in the past and one of the reasons i'm not a huge fan of fantasy although i do agree that it can be done well magic systems often have deus ex machina sort of stuff built into them mm-hmm. um and and consistency kind of goes out the window a lot of times in these things yeah uh I don't know if Lord of the Rings has done that, but what they've done now is thrown out the consistency of what can actually kill these or harm these people. Like, Sure. If human beings can survive pyroclastic clouds hitting them square in the face, what actually can kill them? Because I now don't know. They've thrown all the rules I know about human beings from the real right. world out the window. So
1: now this is some fantasy human race that I just... I, I don't without, know anything with, about, and without any excuses, like okay, maybe a high elf like Galadriel right. can tank something like that. Maybe. She's immortal, okay. I might these give that. are better men. There's some kind of half elven blood, and they're all armored. Maybe, but what about Bronwyn? So- what about Theo? What about? <laughs> yeah, they're they're plain old humans who mm-hmm. have no special blood or anything, and they're wearing sackcloth. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I don't. Yeah, I don't so, get now, man. so now I
0: don't. I don't know what to think next time. A threat comes up right how doomed are they if they can survive this um, it's just such it's just such it's just
1: it's idiot spectacle is yeah it's it cool is. imagery just like, I, I agree because yeah like, dude that blood red like it It was gorgeous yes. it was absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. this blood red environment that they were inhabiting what's all streaked with fire and the ash and all that stuff it is extremely striking it's extremely evocative Of disasters that we've gone through in the tw- uh, early 21st century Um, I get why they wanted to do that. But like you just can't check your I mean, I maybe I can't. I just can't check my brain out to enough to enjoy. It's just not I don't think it's that type of show that kind of wants you to just check your brain off. Um, I I don't ever want to watch a show that wants me to check my brain off
0: completely. Even in The Walking Dead, I don't.
1: Well, I I, mean, there's shows like (laughs) there's show there's definitely shows that you don't think, you know, like nobody's watching what we do in the shadows for like consistent okay vampire okay comedy things. sure like, it, it does what i'm saying if like this a lot was more a latitude. parody or like a shit posting show like danger five or something like that fine uh-huh. yeah check your brain out who cares rick and morty even rick and morty it don't really shut your brain off um no i don't know i dramas i I'm always,
0: always engaged uh until they do stuff like this and, and i would say i have i have other things that i didn't like about this episode but one thing i do like is the l ron duran stuff i'm i'm still like super engaged with that storyline um because because it's just it's so much fun and so serious at the same time right i feel like Mm -hmm. there are actual stakes for these characters not pyroclastic clouds hitting them in the face yeah i feel like their friendship is at stake here uh even more than the the survival of the elves because look i know the elves survive i'm not Mm -hmm. i've seen the lord of the rings um but their friendship i don't know if that survives I want to see uh, and I really like these characters. So I'm way in on that stuff. Uh, I think that was the best part of the episode easily. Yeah. And and then you go over to Meteor Man and the Harfoots and I'm like, I'm torn on this one because, boy, I lost patience with the is he evil, is he not evil, Meteor Man stuff. I think they have done this scene four times now and I'm they've done it one too many times. This is this was a scene that broke the camel's back for me. I'm they cannot do See? another scene that says, "Haha, his spell didn't work and it almost got them killed, but oh, it did work." So now is he evil or is he good? It, that,
1: it's too much. It's too much now. All right, well, I'm going to disagree with you at that point in the episode, but that's fine. But like okay. uh, yeah, I mean um it's yeah. It's just man. This is not the show I thought we'd get. <laughs> um, especially since <laughs> nah. the first the first two episodes were so promising. And there again, uh, there's two thirds of this show that are, is very viable and is working. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the main motivating plot, the reason this show is being told, that primary story arc is yeah. almost irrecoverable, in my opinion. Like I just you know. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's too strong because, like I said, at the end of the episode, I was all in on Galadriel and Muriel and Halbrand getting back together and stomping, you know. But I don't know. I'm not even that all in on it because, again, Adar seems like he's kind of cool, and these orcs need a home. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that stuff was super <laughs> interesting, right? The old, the yeah. like switcheroo on our
1: on what we thought of the orcs last episode. I thought yeah. was great. Yeah. But they did it too good. They dehumanized them too well. Now I'm like I can't. They're no longer useful as just Nazi foot soldiers that you can exterminate sure. an unlimited amount of and not ever like do anything but like eat popcorn and 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 drink drink soda. I, I still think that like their ultimate mission,
0: you know, to find a home is worthy. But like ha- the, the you know the ends can't justify the means. And so, if you're willing to murder an entire continent's worth of people to find your home, I'm not cool with that. So, they need to be defeated, but they're not, yeah, mindless Nazi esque. They, they should have
1: anymore. gone to Middle Earth UN and asked them to buy to pass a non-binding resolution to establish them a homeland in some un, <laughs> unused portion of the Southlands. Sure, worked through the proper channels. To, yeah, they yeah. should they should have worked through the proper channels. But you know, it's been it's been uh, three four thousand years of relentless <laughs> hunting by these uh, fucking uh, self-righteous elves, and they're they're yeah. tired of waiting on the process. You know, they're tired totally. of waiting on the process. I get it. I get it. I understand.
0: Anyway, yeah, so th- that's my general thoughts on the episode. I think this was, of the three shows, shockingly, of the three shows we're watching this week, uh, the weakest of the three. Um, I think yeah. Walking Dead barely edged it out, and House of the Dragon just continues to impress. But
1: Yeah, House of the Dragon is on fire on all cylinders, and uh, The Walking Dead, is it's missing a cylinder. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> sure, it's still it's- moving down the road where like I feel like... Uh, not all of the wheels have fallen off of the show, but half of the wheels have fallen off of the show. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think they really need to really think about, you know, they're going to have a year, I think, a year or two uh, to to kind of retool and refactor before the next season comes out. And they just really need to tighten some of this stuff up. Yep. Uh, or I expect that they're going to start seeing some Dwindling audiences, like they're not going to get to twenty five. I don't know, man. Maybe this is exactly what families are wanting. They're wanting ultra violent R rated violence <laughs> uh, with horses G on rated. fire and
0: screaming. Yeah,
1: yeah. With with with, with G rated romances and uh, black and white morality, and you know, it's essentially they're they're wanting Disney plus Star Wars crap for their Lord of the Rings on Amazon because I guess but that's not what I want. So. It's it's clearly a viable
0: way to make television in
1: the modern era, ask Disney. Yeah. So I, I despair. Uh I'm I maybe I, I need Aragorn to give me a, a a speech to pick me back up and put a sword in my hand to tell me to fight on. But yeah, I'm uh oh boy, this this galad I'm or maybe I just start hate watching and just like I hope everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> we'll I see. hope the Numenorean ships sink. I hope uh, Galadriel falls off, and mm-hmm. her fancy elf armor takes her straight down, and she just sits <laughs> there for the rest, the rest of the third and fourth age. <laughs> she just gauges at the from the bottom of the ocean, can't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that's enough preamble. Let's use the recap. Sixteen minutes of pure vitriol. Uh, if anyone's listening, I talked about Durin. I, I talked about how much I like that. <laughs> that's true. It wasn't that's pure true. vitriol. I would say half of the wheels of the pod I wouldn't say all the wheels of the podcast have fallen off. Just just half of them. Yeah. Just half of them. There's a lot more rings of power to ponder. We'll be back right after this short break. Now let's dig a little deeper on Dug Too Deep.
0: All right, we start off with the volcanic blast uh, aftermath. It's hit them. The survivors are running around, sometimes literally with their heads on fire, trying to gather themselves. Uh, Everyone you care about survived, but Isildur gets buried under rubble trying to help others.
1: Um. One of my favorite movies is Mars Attacks. And I clearly remember sitting in the theater. And the way that movie begins, if you recall, are people have, you know, they're like country bumpkins and a herd of cows on fire comes over the crest of a hill. Damn. And I was the only one in my hometown theater that just bust out laughing at the sight (laughs) of these mooing cows stampeding all of them on fire. And Damn. that's the only thing I could think of when that horse came around the bend on fire. I'm like, oh, my God. that's the, the orcs are going to come in here and the guys the, the, the are yodeling. Yodeling is going to make their heads explode. I don't <laughs> think you want people thinking of Mars attacks when you're trying no. to make a rings of power television show. Definitely not. Um,
0: no, you want people to be Impressed by all the cool imagery that you spent
1: 60 million dollars an episode on, right? That's and I was. was. This shit looked amazing. If they mm-hmm. had this set up in even any kind of way, that I would believe that this yeah. was survivable. By again, like I feel like the survival percentages are flipped, like maybe five percent of the people would be in a position to live, like the people they're in the keep or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like it's the opposite, like it seems like five or ten percent of the people were badly burnt or killed. But the thing is, is like. Galadriel gets up and she's right next to a structure fire. This thing flash burnt down a building and left her dumb ass alive. How? No no
0: helmet. No, nothing.
1: Where are the orcs? Where the fuck are the orcs? She
0: sees a thousand incoming damage and says, I'll take it to the face.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, The orcs were right there. The only thing keeping them at bay was the sun. Where the fuck did the orcs go? We know they didn't die because Adar's walking around. He's fine. They were in the tunnels. fine. They, they jumped in the tunnel after the water passed, so they were fine. And they're like, oh, we got to stay down here until the smoke clears, guys. We can't, you, you know. Mm-hmm. What about the people? They're getting away. That's all right. We'll get them later. Like,
0: no, we yeah, got them with the pyroclastic blast. That's what they were saying. We got them. Don't worry. We got them. No. Turns out they were mistaken. Uh, a lot of people, like like I said, survived. Uh, Theo survived. <laughs> Isildur, the Queen, Valandil, the Omelet
1: or whatever his name
0: is. He's the only one who died. Uh, well, and no one he, cares. He's right? lame.
1: He's too lame. Yeah, his yeah, his he's his structure, too delicate sensibilities too too mild. <laughs> I guess he truly uh, did to... have enough of battle for his lifetime. He did. Yeah. He <laughs> couldn't fight for his life for one more second. <laughs> no, I I, I do want I I can't go enough because like they established that Theo and Galadriel are in the middle of groups of group of survivors. Oh, God. But they're going to be separated. Like, it's like not Uh. like they got flung because, like, they're recognizably in the village. Uh, It's not like the blast flying on. I don't don't know what would be stupider, like the the blast flinging them a mile away or (laughs) them just getting lost Mm -hmm. in the smoke fog, even though you can clearly hear people calling for help and assistance and glad like, fuck, we got to get out of here, which you know, again, maybe it's like, well, the orcs are here. We need to get away. But Why didn't the orcs like I I should I felt like there's there's a lot of things they could have done to fix this number one not have the fucking pirate like just just have the volcano raining down fire. So it's like, if you are in the mm-hmm. way of a magnum blob, you're going to die. Otherwise, you're going to be fine. It's kind of like, you yeah. know, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, flip a coin for living and dying. You have the orcs, you know, now that the sun's blotted out, starting to rampage. And like, Gladriel's like, shit, we got to get out of here. There's not enough of us to make a stand. And just people just take off running in all directions. Yeah, well, the but smoke they- slowly spreads to create Mordor, right? Right, but they don't. They don't do that, and I don't no. know why they thought they could get away with this. We're we're watching you television show. We're right here, <laughs> literally. That's you know? the only point is to watch you. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, we've we've said probably too much on this scene. Uh, I'm sorry. I just can't. Like it's again. It's it's a very fucking. Wor- it's worse than the worst case scenario because they added all the things I thought they were going to do and then yeah. split the party up. Which again, I don't even. Okay, never mind. Let's go. Let's keep on moving. I can. They'll all get back get together up. eventually. It'll be fine. Um, yeah. Let's move over to the Harfoots. They arrive. Wait, wait. Yep. can we talk about like? Okay, I know we we mentioned it, but like, um, Isildur is the worst. <laughs> yeah, he gets pinned under a, a a fucking rafter, and he he blinds his queen. Uh huh. The queen sacrificed her vision for his dumbass. Yeah, I mean that's the All only. Right, way I, I look just want to make sure we establish that. Okay. How did uh, Muriel get blinded? By the way, uh, I I assume
0: fire right to the eyes like the, the like she got hit with the, embers in the, the face hot
1: gaseous cloud know, that lit everything on <laughs> fire
0: didn't do it but she had her eyes fo- closed during that she was looking directly into the embers when they hit her
1: <laughs> man my eyelids don't even protect me from the full sun like she it's has like queen feeling, eyelids, you know. though. She has the yeah, eyelids of the, she, she's got the Numenorean She's seen in the, eyelids, into the palantir. Yeah. That that fortifies your eyes lids in yeah. a way you wouldn't understand. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's 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 got those mithril <laughs> mithril lined eyelids. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Lead's got nothing on it, man.
0: Yeah. It's the only explanation I have for you. I'm sorry. Uh all right, now let's talk about the Harfoots. So they arrive at the grove and they find it torched. And Satic realizes that a volcano took it out, and that must mean there's a new evil rising. And then we get suspicious looks over at Meteor Man. And Yeah, and he's just kind of stumbling about. Yep. Yeah. and then Satic asks Meteor Man to fix the uh,
1: the death of the grove here. And he tries, but it seemingly fails, almost killing one of the Harfoots in the process. I do. I did wonder because, like, when Sardox starts, uh, starts saying about like, "Oh, new Evil's afoot," and everyone looks suspiciously over to Meteor Man. I thought, like, "Oh, they're going to start the the are going to start getting suspicious again and superstitious." Mm-hmm. But they don't. But no, they're like, "Hey, could the big fella who might be the new evil could could he kind of give us a help out?" Like, oh, oh man, so yeah. like even in it's this a, it's that a weird I like, back and forth, right? Also, yeah, why we're why why we're bitching lightly on one of my favorite parts of the show. I thought they did a pretty shitty job of selling this grove being destroyed. There's like four or five oh, yeah. trees scorched, yeah. you know, randomly uh, by by this volcano that's shooting fire from I don't know a hundred kilometers away. Um, it didn't. Yeah, it's like if if these five trees were why you stopped and fed yourself. I don't know. Maybe this isn't this isn't the greatest stopping place. Sure. Uh, also, are, are are these apples that they're eating? A lot of apples I this week I think so I think they're apples Why apples. aren't they bigger
0: I feel like they should be
1: Almost the size of their head Like I've seen bigger apples In the oh, supermarket Oh right Yeah these are These are hardfoots these they crab should, apples they It should, be, it, what are it should they? be like Seeing a five year old Holding an apple Yeah Yeah I, I, I agree know. This should be like The size of a cantaloupe In their hands you would think so. Maybe that's what it is. They're, you're supposed to understand they're like crab apples or something. Like humans wouldn't be interested in eating. But the harfoots, man, this is a feast. Could be, yeah. That's all the apple they can handle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Granny growing... Smith would kill them. <laughs> it would,
0: yeah. <laughs> Swallow one of those seeds, a whole tree grows out of you. Uh, <laughs> it's proportionally so
1: much sour, you know, because their taste buds are so much smaller. <laughs> right. Granny Smith would be like, just, just close her throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said in the preamble,
0: I'm I'm growing impatient with this storyline. They keep showing us the same scene over and over again, and this this was number four, as best I can tell.
1: It, and I'm happy to see by the end of the episode, I think they're moving on from this. You know, that's the thing. I think the rule of three says that they can do this three times. Once, like only Nori sees it. The other time, mm-hmm. Nori and Poppy sees it. Now the whole crew sees, sees it. And as a result, they it's like okay, as much as we love this guy. It's time for him to move on. I I thought. Well, like, then there okay. was the
0: then there was the one that Nori only saw as well with the ice stuff. So
1: like, I thought that was the one I was counting. Oh oh, so the healing ice. But the that's fireflies, back to her only seeing it. What? So what? What other? Because like, the, you had the fireflies, the ice, and this. What other thing did did he go wrong?
0: Uh, I he don't know because because he came he came like crashing out into the the funeral ceremony or whatever they were doing right in the netting and they all got scared of him and then he helped them drag the wagon
1: oh but i was so they was were like all like using his magic good. or anything i thought like that's just him being sure a, sure. a, a big clumsy oaf okay well yeah, yeah. if you want to <laughs> i don't know i'm kind of lumping that all
0: together in the same like okay. is he evil or is he good um gotcha so i don't know it's wearing thin but it looks like it's gonna be done Unless unless yeah. they go chase him down, find him, and then they do another one of these scenes, which I'll be pretty well, annoyed
1: by. N- well, but the, the the fact that the Harfits are changing. They're actually being a little uh, uh adventuresome. They're they're they're, you know, yeah. being a little bit of, of baggins here. Um Also they keep teasing me at the ints, man. Because uh, when right. the meteor man starts whispering through the tree and it gets louder and more insistent, it's like, oh, trees don't talk. And he's like, some, dude. I'm like, fucking show me those ints, man. Mm-hmm. That three-second scene of an int wife and an int child is, is not enough. I need more ints.
0: Yeah. That's one be way
1: cool. this show could offer me an olive branch by having yeah. an olive int tree. The Rings of Power, to season and Literally offering me his olive branches. That would, that, would do a, that would do a lot. That would do a lot for me, to be honest, Jim. Yeah are they olive trees i didn't realize that
0: could they be olive trees why not but if
1: he's offering i just just i I don't know i just made an olive branch joke okay (laughs) okay (laughs) season two is gonna be all ins that's gonna be the subtitle amusement where i can get it from this show (laughs) uh all right let's go on to oh i also want to say that the meteor man looking for things of praise Uh uh-huh I'm astounded that he can do the same same shtick for seven episodes and it's still fascinating like his perilous confusion of like like uh, of of like constantly being like amazed at what he's doing and confused and apologetic like he's held that frame for seven episodes and I haven't gotten I haven't gotten gotten bored with it yet maybe you are. But yeah, I'm starting digging what he's but, that's very hard to be this non-vocal and be mm-hmm. relatively charming and interesting and still kind of dangerous. Like it's it's pretty good. Pretty good yeah. stuff. It's like it's like Gandalf, only he can't talk, you know? Uh-huh. That's a hard thing to do.
0: Or Sauron, but he can't talk. Who knows? Could be. All right. Let's go over to Elrond making an appeal for Mithril to Daddy Durin. Uh, He pleads with him, literally pleads with him and offers him things in exchange. And Daddy Durin decides not to help because it's too risky for his people. And defying the will of gods might destroy Middle Earth.
1: This is good. I like it. I like the dwarf lords behind them pulling like the biggest sunny Corleone. Like as soon as the elves offer like 500 years of sacred elf tree, they're like 500. Holy shit, that's such (laughs) a good... (laughs) <laughs> Wait, you say you're saying that they're going to guarantee the Tatalias are going to guarantee our stake for 500 <laughs> years. Yeah, no, uh, I, I really like that. And the thing that I like about the scene is like everyone has a point. Like sure. during the fourth wants to save his friend. Elrond mm-hmm. wants to save his friend during the third is like, boy, you're rolling the dice on our whole kingdom, going and delving these deep, dark places that are destabilizing the mines and all like. I yeah. don't know that I'm a, I mean, I, I don't want the elves to perish right but during the third. Eh. I don't want the doors to perish either.
0: And I, I think there is a legitimate case to be made that either of those scenarios are possible
1: given the yeah. two paths forward, especially since it's just an elf like they like I, I like that they confirmed it by the end of this episode, because until then, it's like, you know, like you want us to frack our mountain to mm-hmm. extract this precious resource to save the elves because they think this tree's going rotten and this is going to save them. Like, we don't, like, yeah, I I thought everyone kind of had a point. And I and really And I thought, think all the stuff with the leaf that they do, with the mithril yes, sitting beside it and healing it exactly. is super good
0: because it shows this will actually work. Right. It's just, is it worth the risk to the dwarves to do it? And I... Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the guy who actually has a relationship with the dwarf is saying, yes, it's worth it. The guy who doesn't is saying, no, it's not. And everybody's right in their own
1: context. I love it. And this guy playing during the fourth is so good because he all he's got the emote with is like the area of his eyes. You know, everything else is just covered with hair. You can't see. But like when Elrond is doing the speech, he gets on like there's this like he's got this blank expression on his face. but just, just the slightest of smiles. -hmm. That like because he knows his friend is killing it, friends crushing it, and and it's the right tack, too. Right? Elrond comes in here
0: very, very uh, humid. Shit, what's the word? Humble, (laughs) he's very humid. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's humid, he's human, and he's humble. Uh, And I think the third is probably the most important the humility that he comes in here with and shows, I think, is impressive to everyone. Because they're used
1: to the elves being such dick, such high and mighty, holier-than-thou shits. And he's pulling, he's pulling the, uh, uh, he's, he's the pick me elf. I'm not, I'm not like other elves. I'm half, I'm only half elven. uh, Right. right. And that allows me to see the bullshit in us that we can't even see ourselves. And it's just like, you're, you're really flattering the King's expectations. And well, you're flattering his sensibilities and subverting his expectations for how an elf is going to, uh, it's a two work yeah and you can also get super cynical about that
0: right and say oh now that they yeah. need something desperately from us for their survival they come
1: with hat sure. in hand right sure but right. like but they don't have to you know they could still be arrogant pricks and they're not sure yeah
0: and, and i think uh elron plays it just right too he doesn't come across as too humble right he's yeah. not
1: he, he's not really leaning into it but he's doing just enough to make me believe yeah, he's not it. like a toady he's a he's a person he's a serious man that's a it's a powerful man but nevertheless is willing to do do what's right to to try to you know put himself solely in this king's good graces um I thought the king the philosophy of the dwarves like you know the legend says that we were in fashion out of rock and fire rock because we uh the the eternal appeals to us. And that we want to resist the pull of time and think about the far future, but also fire graces us with the the truth that everything is eventually is consumed. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: if it's the elves time, their time. Right, and the fact that, like, you know, like, these elves, like, they, they have a fate separate from us, and it was set down by the gods, who are much wiser and far-sighted than us, and, like, you know, if we start fucking with their plan, mm-hmm. then, you know, we're gonna go the, the path of Melkor and, and Sauron, or Morgoth and Sauron. So, like, I, again, I, everyone kind of had a point here that was yeah. that was well-articulated and spoken.
0: Agreed, and then is gonna jump in on that, too. Uh, she's not pleased with Daddy Durin's decision. She wants to reopen the mine, but Durin doesn't want to subvert the king's decision. Uh, Elrond realizes that Daddy Durin has made this decision not to help them and leaves to tell Gilgalad. Uh, and then we see the Mithril heal this diseased linden leaf, and Disa and Durin are amazed, and he calls
1: Elrond back. Again, great. I like Deesa being pissed, but her also, you see Durin scene. now is on the other side. Like, he's kind of unsure. It's like, yeah, yeah, dad's talking some sense and what if he's right? What if mm-hmm. we fucked this up? And, you know... And also there's uh, just he's our king. We need to respect right. his wishes. Like, yeah, I want people to respect my orders when sure. I become king. How can right. I defy him and then expect that later? You know, there's, there's gotta be a certain amount of respect for institutions and, or, or else how are you going to expect people to, to listen to you? And, I was also I thought the comedy of like she apologized for saying her dad's got lice in his beard because, you know, I hate it when you talk at my mother that way. And turn starts the he doesn't even get halfway through the joke where he's like, well, yeah, yeah, but actually her beard. And he's like, that's joking, joking. It's so good because Deesa's got the hammer, man. Uh (laughs) She's making an axe and he doesn't want it stuck with the glowing end where the sun don't shine. Love it.
0: probably Uh, My favorite
1: part of the entire episode was that that exchange there. And Elrond takes it like uh, a half man, you know. He's like uh, he understands, like uh, it's like, well, I guess this is goodbye. And he hits him with the Anamare, which um, you know is the elfish word for fel- farewell. But I guess it literally translates to go towards goodness, which mm-hmm. just makes Durin even that much more like he just falls apart, starts weeping openly, which I thought was was great. Yeah,
0: I thought that was going to be what like that sentiment go towards goodness was going to be what pushed him to continue the mining. But it turns out the end of the scene is just going to do it right.
1: The, the mithril
0: heals the,
1: yeah. The fact the that like it's, it's no longer a wild crackpot elven theory, yeah. like in his grief in the way it just worked like in his grief, he like throws the mithril away and just kind of bounces over and lands on top of the leaf and just instantly heals it. I thought mm-hmm. pretty cool. Good, good storytelling. I'm investing Agreed. these characters. I feel I'm. I I uh, you know I I want Durin and his dad to get along. I want Elrond mm-hmm. to live. This is great. Um, yeah, great. This 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 show is 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 a sturdy leg to stand on. Absolutely.
0: Uh, let's go back to Theo, who wants to keep fighting, but Galadriel tells him that this land is lost.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, look at it, man. Shit's fucked. You can get Bob the Builder and his whole crew in here, and it's just not. <laughs> it's. You cannot fix it. And this is a big change in her, tune,
0: right? She doesn't want to fight at this moment because she sees the result of her just maniacal focus on this mission. What? It's brought about th- this is what, you know, Gilgalad and Elrond were worried about in the first place is that her mission might actually bring
1: about the things that she's fighting and it's also yeah so there's a couple of things i admire in the storytelling here number 1 like galadriel looking at this red hell and it's so evocative of what you saw in the the prologue to this season where you know the elves uh, that kind of got plunged into fire and ocean and everything was red soaked and all these elves floating dead in the ocean and all their cities underwater like galadriel's like jesus christ i've done it again Mm -hmm. i have tried to do this thing what i thought was right and i've doomed an entire subcontinent again like she's having all of her past come back and like uh you know accuse her and i thought that was played pretty pretty well uh yeah and again the her this 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 kid being at the start of his revenge quest and her being mm-hmm. seen the futility of it i I thought that was pretty smart to put those things in in opposition,
0: yeah yeah we're gonna get there here in a bit uh in more detail, but first, we've gotta go over to Alan deal waiting for Isildur to show up among the survivors. he never does uh we find out the barrack lived though barrack's being led away, mm-hmm. Uh, my my concern here was they left this place without their queen. They just hope she'll turn up.
1: How did they get separated? Uh, yeah, I don't want to beat this horse. Uh, I don't right, want right. to beat How, but much, the, how but... did they leave without her? Like if I if right. I'm Ellen Deal, I'm
0: looking for her until I find a body. Or again, it's not like they or-
1: Nothing nothing drove them away. Right. Like they're just right. like, well, I guess we should head to. It's not like the orcs like, were like the orcs like... might be coming, but yeah. but they where were they. Hmm. The orcs were there. The orcs were among you, dude. <laughs> right, right. You were amidst the orc. Did they go to yep. sleep? Did they get too dusty? I don't they know. They went down to their tunnels. I'm
0: telling you. And then fell asleep, yeah. Uh, all right, Galadriel and Theo head toward the survivor's camp, and Galadriel gives Theo her sword, uh, turning him into a true warrior, I guess, or trying to.
1: Yeah and she's trying to say things I don't think she believes in her heart like you know and when the, he asked her how many elk uh, orcs she's killed and she's like many and he's like good and she's like don't call dark deeds good it gives evil a place to thrive and how a true soldier fights wars both without and within because else you know you succumb to the darkness and and you know she asked if he asked him if I'm a soldier and you know that Anytime you're talking about child soldierery, I think even as an elf that's been fighting a war for three thousand years or whatever, that's got to give you pause.
0: Mm-hmm. Like this,
1: like fifteen year old, that's like, am I a soldier? Like Jesus. Um,
0: well, when the war comes to you, a soldier is anyone who can fight.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's grim shit, right? but I think that's uh, that is what they are grappling with on this show. Uh, yeah, when they can be bothered to.
0: Uh, it's actually important. Or, or I think interesting to note in that previous scene where Elendil is waiting for Isildur, the, the, just how weird it is, like the scenario where the queen walks up and she's got some dude just kind of guiding her by the arm, it, it seems. And like she doesn't really say anything or acknowledge much. And and then Elendil kind of figures out that Isildur
1: is not coming, right? That he didn't make yeah. it. Yeah. Because he's he one in- kid with Beric that kind of looks like Eiseldork, and then it's not <laughs> Oh uh, no, this uh-huh. kid's way better looking and posture, and he's not a <laughs> sniveling little <laughs> shit. He, oh, I don't see him actively fucking anything up. Yeah, yeah, okay. he's he's just he's just leading the horse. Oh god, he's not fucking it. Yeah, it's it can't be Eiseldork. <laughs> uh. but as we go into this next
0: scene, um, we're heading back to the, we're heading to the encampment, uh, the fallback point, I guess. Ellendale realizes that the queen can't see and apparently can't smell. Did you know you can smell smoke, not just see it?
1: <laughs> I would think that everything would smell like smoke, though. Like, you know. Okay, it's like a night after a campfire. I go home and yeah, I'm smelling oh, smoke. Oh, times, for, a yeah, <laughs> well, times a million. Yeah, times a million. Oh, yeah, that
0: Mordor smoke stinks. Oh, yeah. It's oh, really yeah. stinky. Burnt orc hair gets in your nose and just... <laughs> no but i I like how they they teased this out um how they foreshadowed it a little bit in that previous Mm -hmm. scene right where like there's something weird something off about the queen then she almost takes the stick to the eye which i thought was a nice touch as she's riding this Mm. horse oh yeah sees it and he's like that's weird yeah and then he eventually realizes oh yeah she can't see what she says smoke
1: yep yeah Indeed. And she's um, trying to, you know, like she's trying to keep it not hidden, uh, not out of vanity, but like the last thing these soldiers need is to know that their queen has been stricken. Yeah. And I want to sit tall and proud in this saddle until we get to the camp, at least. I <laughs> thought or, that was a good... Or I
0: take a stick in the eye. <laughs> <Or> I take...
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, and this is what starts like Deal. you can feel his faith start to crumble. He's lost his idiot yes. son. Yes. uh the her the queen has lost her idiot sight and it's just like man i've here i was an elf lover and look where it's gotten me yes because he it's it's really gonna hit home by the end a lot of people struggle with blame and whose fault it was like theo and all that but like Ellen Deal is probably the most proximate cause directly responsible just leaves that elf in the water none of this ever happens
0: or, or if at any point he says, yeah, maybe we should be a little isolationist from the elves still, right? He's the yeah. one who was pushing the entire time right. for Galadriel. Uh, so yeah, I, I fully agree. He is the most responsible other than Galadriel.
1: And he feels it. Yeah. Well, and Galadriel also feels like a big piece of shit too, which yes. maybe she
0: should. They both do. should a little They bit. both should. All right. Ter- uh sends Meteor Man away toward a settlement of big folk with the diagram of the stars in hand. Uh, and then we see the tree generating a new flower and Nori says goodbye to meteor man by giving him an apple, which is just like a cherry tomato to him, right? It's gotta be like, you sit me away
1: with a cherry tomato on a journey that who mm-hmm. knows how long thousand Thanks, years, maybe I, I thought, so uh, I also don't understand about the star thing. Um, he's like, I, we our people haven't seen these stars for over a thousand years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's my understanding that at this point the entirety of Arda earth is flat okay um, so I've heard so like if 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 it on a round planet you, I don't know if you know this but in the southern hemisphere they have entirely different constellations than we do. So, uh uh-huh. you know um because obviously they're on the wrong side of the planet and they look up and they're they're looking down by perspective well so maybe we're the on the wrong side of the planet and there's like Who equatorial knows? constellations that we kind of all share um and the earth tilts this way and that way so it's it's not like a huge vat but there's a there's a big you know 30% of the sky we don't we don't get to see from the north Mm-hmm. I don't understand like how this is like the stars disappeared, um, and the, of course when this you know this is kind of like magical. Obviously, we were talking about you know yeah. fucking lit trees and f- flat earths and the all this shit. But like I I feel I feel like they're being needlessly mysterious about all this stuff. Um, I don't know that we need to have this. This needs to be an entire season long mystery about so many people's identities, but. Mm-hmm whatever um, and then they, they, they decided that like well he couldn't heal the tree and he almost killed us with uh, uh, our own children's stupidity almost killed them so we got to send this guy away you know he's got to find yep. his answers with his other big folk
0: it all tracks it all tracks to me yeah uh, Nori regrets getting involved with Meteor Man and leaving the trail so to speak uh, Marigold tells her to sleep it off <laughs> just like yeah go to bed you're you're getting too whiny.
1: Yeah i I thought it's just everybody is feeling responsible and regret here. Um, they also have this black smoke start to kind of cover the sky and the moon, but they don't really do anything with it. Oh,
0: I didn't even I, notice that. Really? Yeah,
1: there's they they look up the sky and they're like you got a full moon and there's clouds, but then you see some like black volcanic smoke start to kind of obscure. I just the sky. thought those
0: were more clouds.
1: Okay. Oh, uh, maybe they sense. are, but they looked very black and volcanic to me. And I thought they too close to Mount Doom. Is that what's happening? They got to I mean, look, if Mount Doom is sending lava balls out 500 miles away, (laughs) I'm calling some bullshit. (laughs) I think that they've established Uh that they're on the borders. Well, do you know? I don't know why they stopped doing the maps, because I've understood that, like, they made a great migration. They had they had a they had Mm -hmm. my great thumb. And I guess that's taken them to the Southlands even closer. Okay. Then but, yeah, um, it's probably is. I, spreading I, I don't know why. I don't know why they yet. haven't. I I don't know why they they abandoned the maps because that was such a great way to keep everybody on the right page. You know. Yeah,
0: and I would like to see you know how far this land of Mordor spreads. Is it is it going to continue to spread? Is it it's something like over the course of the next few seasons we're just going to see it engulf more and more of the southlands? that covers or...
1: all the world in a sickening darkness, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll I didn't know if like
0: this is final state of Mordor or if we're going to grow into
1: that but. that's a good question You know, uh, Mordor we'll t- is is typically uh, portrayed as being kind of ringed by these three walls of mountains that kind of curtain it off the rest of middle earth it makes it kind of a fortress unto itself so I imagine that okay. those mountain ranges will eventually kind of be the borders of it but yeah it remains to be seen how much of the world is covered with that uh, sickened darkness
0: gotcha we got a lot of rings of power to ponder. We'll be right back after this short break. And now let's dig a little deeper on Dug Too Deep. Um and I like Nori's um, you know, regretful sentiment here. And and like sure. huh.
1: she's so young. And she she's... she 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 bucked their society and it's kind of bitter, bitter in the ass.
0: Yeah, and she's like saying things that I still don't think she believes. Right? I'm just a Harfoot. That's all I'll ever be. I don't. I don't think that's the end of it from her. And you can see it no. when she goes out there to the people I'm calling the witches, um, and says, "Hey, he went that way." I mean, that's her leaving the path again, right? Yeah, the, getting uh-huh. back involved with that stuff. So she doesn't really believe this. She's
1: just. It's very teenage. She's just right? white Yeah. Like when your mom and dad say, like you know, if you do this, it's gonna fuck you up this way, and it does, mm-hmm. and then you're kind of well, like, fine. You know, I guess I'll never I, do anything else again. Because <laughs> what's or the even point? If it, yeah. or, or even if it's just kind of like, yeah. You know, sometimes I think it's like, gosh, you know, you're right. I you knew this, and I didn't know this, and I didn't take that, and like it's it's not like you might, but in that moment, you feel pretty fucking foolish, you know? Sure. And then sure. Um. I don't know that that's obviously I don't think that's where things stay, but like I I thought that no, was no. I thought that was pretty reckon And again, this is this whole episode's about regret. Everyone mm-hmm. is dealing like a fool for doing the things that they've done, whether you're high elf or a low Harfoot.
0: All right, let's go over to Theo asking Gladriel about the ones she's lost. This is the scene you were talking about where she tells us about her husband, her brother. Uh, Theo blames himself for the current state of the Southlands, but Galadriel tells him not to carry that burden because it's mine, because I fucked up. Uh, ins- no, actually, she says instead, blame the gods. You know, when things go wrong in your life, blame the gods. That's what I do.
1: Yeah, Manway uh, comes out comes out of clouds like, the fuck you say? <laughs> right. We told you to stay in Valinor, you dumb b-. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like. <laughs> and then the orcs almost find him, but of course they don't. Uh, I like, that, I was... I like that the I uh, thought the orcs canonically can smell man flesh.
0: Uh-huh. But they're covered but... in the smell, the stinky <laughs> orc hair smell of
1: <laughs> Doom. Even, oh, I can't smell not but fucking campfire. <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> Is my ponytail on fire? Cause all that smells orc okay. hair. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Just smells like fucking wood smoke. It does. Yeah, they can't. Yeah, there's like. They they do the most half assed search of all time. You're not right, since, right. since. Not uh, since uh, the ring wraith didn't yes, bother to look yes. over a root have we uh-huh. seen a half assed evil person search. Yeah. That's the exact scene
0: I was thinking of. It's so reminiscent of that. Like, well, um, we're
1: here and there's a shallow embankment with a tree. Shall we look over? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh i i like so 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 this is the second time in this week that i've heard a clam reference to armor and i don't think i've ever heard that in my life before Mm. but the walking dead had one too negan references and says it's a clam shell yeah and then galadriel says it here i what kind of weird coincidence there's there's apples on both shows look this is insane maybe the writer's collaborating
1: you showrunners you, you feckless showrunners! If, if any time you are you are cribbing from The Walking Dead's dialogue, boy, if if if, if nothing else, you should that I, should just should, should that should cause you to have a little bit of regretful reflection about your part in all this destruction that you've wrought.
0: Is there maybe a little crossover? Do we have somebody who writes for both The Walking oh, Dead and God God Rings of it. Power the in the writers' room? Guy? The Tomo Blue guy, <laughs> <laughs> It is. And then Nick some,
1: giving direction pointers. Yeah, yeah. That's some deep Walking Dead lore there. You'll have to, you know, yeah. have to, you'd have to, you'd have to listen to eight, nine, 11 seasons of our <laughs> fucking podcast to understand that. Um, I, I, I am very curious because there's been people mad about this show for pretty small lore changes, for making elves black, for not having dwarves women have as big of beards as you'd expect but this is the first time and I know like John got pretty pissed about the a Cimaryl, uh Simaril Silmaril mm-hmm. maybe somewhat is surviving in some fashion that we kind of thought about in last week's but like this Celeborn stuff a- a- again e- even I think a casual Lord of the Ring fans understands that Gladrill was married and her husband is alive in a third age because he was there with her in Lothorian um, and okay, what, there's, was there's un- an out for this and it's cold fire no it's it's Maybe
0: she thinks he's dead, but he's
1: not. There is an out that like there's two outs. Number one, because she doesn't say that he's dead. Well, she says he's dead. But what she actually says is that he marched off the war in the Mm -hmm. previous age and he never came back. Yes. Now, I don't know what the fuck Celebrorn is doing and where he's doing it at for this this entire age. Uh, Mm -hmm. The other thing is like elves can die and under exceptional circumstances um, be regenerated you know oh. uh that's canonically okay. possible uh Glorfindel is one of those that uh, got that 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 uh, boon bestowed upon him so they can just bring him back that way but it's just weird because why is it important for mm-hmm. Galadriel's husband to be dead is like would we be like would would I, would we be watching his show and be like you know why is Galadriel have Galavant and after orcs when her husband's at home waiting for food to be cooked? For? I mean, like, what? What? Yeah. I mean, because her brother died, she took up the quest. Yeah, I, I think there are many the reasons like already to had, believe she, she would. would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird that she's mourning over her brother, and she's not. Min- and the way she even said it, it's like the way Galadriel said it, like she's like, "Oh yeah, I lost my 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 brother," and then she kind of like looks cagey and is like, "I wonder if the Lord boys and girls will will buy this bullshit." Mm-hmm. And my husband. Wh- why didn't she visit her husband's grave?
0: I mean, there's like, wh- why is, is this, no this
1: now coming out? Like she said, grave. though, like, my, my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. I don't know, man. She's, she's a little target, a little Targaryen like fixation on her brother. Maybe is what I'm getting at. <laughs> gotcha.
0: I don't know. Obviously, I didn't have a problem with it, um, but it was a surprise to hear that she had a husband because that's the yeah first it's I'm like hearing bonus it.
1: motivation
0: you know sure yeah uh th- th- some of the stuff she says though i like i think when she tells theo like you didn't mean for any of this to happen right intentionality matters intentionality yeah. matters a lot like what's in your heart yeah you can fuck up accidentally and cause bad things to happen but did you intend those things to happen because if yeah. you did you're a dickhead if you didn't
1: yeah you i, I feel like you're forgiven yeah. And, and, and the other thing is um, like if you fuck up and you internalize that and think you're a fuck up, it'll probably cause you to fuck up more, you totally. know. Um, and like I thought that she said, no, you're shamed this- for fucking up. It'll it'll cause you to be like, OK, well, fine. Nobody likes me anyway. I'm just going to do my own thing. It, it, you can get bitter and angry about it. Honestly, Dune got it wrong. Fear is not the mind killer. It's shame. Um, but yeah. her point of like, don't take this burden on you. Because if you do, you might have trouble putting it down. And yes, I like that. Um I like that because like Gladriel speaking from experience, and it's also tragic because <laughs> he's like, Well, how do I let it go? And she's like, Well, you gotta trust in the powers beyond the darkness. But she can't do that. Right. Right. And he knows it. So it's like there's it's it's it works on a lot of multiple levels. Um if it I want to praise this Gladriel storyline. I mean, I can I can praise the bits that I like, certainly. I, and I think like but I still think like there's a better show where they didn't do the Pyroclastic classic cloud. They're not all separated because yep. like the thing is like Lord of the Rings never had a problem with people having intimate conversations. Like I'm thinking about like uh, Aragorn and Arwen got to know each other as they're marching from uh, you know the capital of Rohan uh, to uh, Helm's Deep, you know, mm-hmm. and they had like all these different conversations they could have, kind of like is as, as they're traveling away from this disaster. And they could have done that. They like this this destruction this utter destruction is uh, again we use the word unforced error but that's exactly what it is yep all right let's move
0: on to durin and elrond a little bright spot here in the episode they dig toward the mithril mine they take a break and they chat about the outcome of their rock breaking contest elrond reveals he lost on purpose but he was winded so you know he had a chance. I thought then, that was
1: funny because I had noticed that like Durin is like worn the fuck out and Elrond <laughs> is not even breathing hard or sweating. And I'm yeah. wondering, I, I was like, yeah, we're I was like, I wonder if they're going to bring that around. And they did. And it's it's so perfect. It
0: is. It's very good. Um, Durin tells Elrond that he has a secret name. Uh, he's not just Durin the Fourth, Durin the f- Fourth or whatever. Uh, but Elrond says, you know what? Save it for the mine opening ceremony. Once we get on the other side of this, you can tell me your secret name. And they dig again; they hit pay dirt, opening a hole into a massive mithril mine. Unfortunately, Daddy Durin finds them, and he is pissed that they defied his orders. They kick Elrond out, but it turns out he still has a chunk of the mithril.
1: Um, I got two things. First, what I'm not—I do not understand. Were you making a joke about him having a secret dwarf name? Or did no. I? Because I thought what no, they're getting at is that he is the uh, uh, there's, he comes from a long line of Durin's like uh-huh. the Elrond's kind of poking fun at the dwarves not having creativity in their names. And Durin comes back with like, well, the the mightiest thing a dwarf can do is to live up to being worthy of his father's name. Where did the secret name? Did, I thought he said among ourselves, something? among ourselves, we have secret names for each other. Am I wrong about that? Did I, I, I might've misinterpreted it. It's possible. dude. I, I didn't, I didn't have, uh, uh, we, there's another crazy thing out of nowhere we got screeners for this episode so (laughs) far, just this episode. We didn't, we got denied screeners at the start of season. So I was watching a screener copy, which does not have subtitles. And Mm -hmm. so maybe, maybe, but I, I didn't get that. Maybe, maybe he was alluding to the fact that the dwarves have, I know the dwarves, essentially their whole language is secret, which is one of the things we didn't talk about the, where the King was suitably impressed with Elrond. Um, It's not like elves don't bother to learn stone, the stone speech. It's just mm-hmm. the dwarves really ge- jealously guard that. Um, the only like sure. the about the only uh, stone speech people hear is their battle cries, like when they huh. you know All they right. say like they they got a, pr- a particular phrase I can't pronounce because I don't know the stone tongue where it's like the dwarves are among you, or axes of the dwarves. Um, <laughs> so, so Elrond knows how to say "Die, you elven scum." <laughs> well, but he understood <laughs> what those dwarven lords were saying, right? Although I think uh-huh. you could yeah, use yeah. the context of them being like, "Holy shit, five hundred years." But, but, mm-hmm. but uh, so the, so that, that, that jives with Ken. I just didn't hear it. So I, I that must have okay. um, slipped past me. And it the would make thing. sense.
0: Like think about a dwarven household when everybody's named Durin, right? Like you call sure. Durin, grandpa chimes in, uh, right. dad chimes yeah. in, the sons, yeah, yeah, yeah. the
1: grand, everybody chimes in. Yeah. Yeah. they not, not that Durin, the other go, Durin. Yeah. Right. um And really in a crisis mining situation, Durin, look out. Yeah. You can't have that. <laughs> everybody goes, uh, me? yeah <laughs> uh the other thing is Durin's pickaxe man this thing looks like it's got a telephone pole for a handle yeah. and like a 50 pound anvil for like it's a it's a goddamn pickaxe amazing love it um why so,
0: so can you explain to me the expression on Elrond's face when he looks at this mithril that he managed to smuggle out because i can't tell if it is pleasure that he still has the mithril, or if he is sad that he won't get the mithril from the
1: mine. He's inscrutable. Wh- whose expression we're talking about? at o- Elrond, so point? when he gets
0: kicked out, okay. right, he still has the yeah. mithril in his hand, and he looks at it, and then the camera does a close-up on his face, and I cannot read his expression. Hmm.
1: I didn't make, I didn't take note of it to to wonder what he was thinking or feeling. But I imagine, yeah, so I I, I guess I imagine he's feeling that, like, it must be really bittersweet to, A, be proven beyond a shadow of the doubt that this stuff could cure you. Mm -hmm. B, to know there's just a shit ton of it. Which looks like in pretty easy reach. Like, once they found the thing, it's like, yeah, you just get scaffolding and start start taking this shit out of the mountain. And you're not going to get it because of the stubborn ass dwarves, and now you're going to die. So like whatever emotion that is is probably playing on his face. Did it look like constipation. I was yes, it could have been okay. constipation. Yeah, and that the and cooking is- really bound him up. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of a lot of cheese and starch in the dwarf diet, and it's totally. Uh, it's, so
0: I'm I'm picturing a a path forward for the story here that involves using this small amount of mithril that he does have to maybe construct the forge the calibrimbor is trying to construct and trying another
1: source of saving their power with the wings yeah rings. that's that's one thing i didn't give a lot of thought of, to is what happens now they got till the spring can they beat this yeah. stuff so fine that as is, is that you know like uh it seems like Man, I'm working on one more episode. And we haven't even got to the rings of power. Um, because at some point, Sauron's got to pop up like the devil and be like, Hey, you know, I got the super secret ring forging technique that can do blah 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 blah. Um, uh, maybe is this enough to make like the nine rings of men and the seven rings of dwarves? Is that is that going to be I'm like, they, yeah. I wonder if they make the rings of dwarves like if there's going to be some kind of like uh treachery plot where the elves are forging that hoping to corrupt the elves, the dwarves' mind, so they can get the mithril they need oh, to boy. do the things they want. like Dark. You know, Yeah, it is pretty dark.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. All right, then we get into another scene with Daddy Durin telling Durin that when he was a baby, he was very unhealthy, and he used to stay up with him, uh, trying to nurse him back to health, and then he had a vision one night of, of baby Durin with a big old man gray beard, and he knew Durin would live. And then they argue loudly about Daddy Durin's decision not to help the elves. And then Daddy Durin tears off Durin's necklace and tosses it to the ground. I think that means he's not a prince anymore. I'm assuming this is just
1: like bling that says prince. That's what she said. The the Disa says no matter how many collars he dashes to the ground. Yeah, it must have been. It it must. And she's wearing one too. It must uh, must identify you as prince and princess or something. But doesn't. So he says, leave it. You're not
0: worthy of it. Um, yeah. And he has a brother. Am I am I crazy that Duran has a brother? That's what Disa says, dead Brothers. Maybe also named Duran? <laughs> yeah, Duran 5 through 8. It's like and, George and, Foreman. And I, I got the impression that the succession had now passed to one of his brothers. But during the episode, I I think they contradict that. Uh, well, I don't know the how to read thing... this event here. If this is just symbolic
1: or if this is actually demoting him from Prince position. I think it's probably symbolic, but the King could make it real. Although Disa sure doesn't think so. Um, right. But I, but also it's like, I, I got the impression time before that they have these really intense fiery blowouts. Sure. Sure. Um, because, I, and it's so bad because they both start out from a reasonable place. Like, during the third is trying to say, like, I love you, boy. I love you more than you can probably understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I stayed up and I, I for a year, tried to keep you. And then I was so, and Peter Mullen is so good at these big moments. Like, I think I got a new favorite. Yeah. You know, like, he's previously the, oh, I'm all the way down. But <laughs> now it's like, our son would live and move mountains. Like, I, like, goddamn, that's great. Yeah. I love that scene. Um, But I it's saw. playing
0: right into All the frustrations of Durin Right because like this is the yeah, Coddling now like, this is the you
1: are, Yes this yeah, is ahead. the
0: forcing Of him down the path that the father has Chosen for him that he is so angry
1: and, and Resentful about and it yeah Like how can I ever move a mountain when I Turn a shovel and you're constantly criticizing Me this is you know this yes. is a well-meaning Helicopter parent trap you know they, they Want their kids to succeed so bad that They forget to let them live their lives and make their own mistakes Um yes. But and they, they they slow like I, I like I, the other thing about Durin the third is it doesn't seem like he let lax when his son makes that like he's like I've got this sick ass point that should just win the day and Durin comes uh, Durin the fourth comes back with. You know, uh, well, how can I move mountains if you won't let me even turn a shovel full of soil? And then during the third comes back with, well, son, mm-hmm. you just under- don't understand. Everyone needs to be tempered. He's like, how is my my friend and his entire race yeah. dying, tempering? That's like breaking. Right. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, plus, this guy's as much of my brother as if he came out of my mom's womb. And that sets uh, clearly there's some sore and spot it's about an the emotional mother.
0: thing. It's, it's not and a logic thing. Yeah.
1: Now they're both and they're both saying things like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. And then, well, you, you are the one in the crown. You're profaning wearing. Yeah. the crown your way. Like it gets way too fucking personal and out of bounds. And then he's yep. taken his royal. But I, I kind of got the idea that this this happens on a near weekly basis. It's something that they've struggled with all their lives.
0: Yeah. It happened the last time Elrond showed up. That's why he stayed away for 20 years. <laughs>
1: exactly, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I,
0: don't, I don't think that's true, but you're right. It, there's probably a history of this w- between them. Yeah. But it's great. I, I love these scenes, man. Yeah, it's so, so good.
1: good. It really is. makes the other stuff stand out in stark relief.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, let's go over to the Harfoots. Poppy is eating all the apples, and Nori wakes up and sees it, and worries her because they need those apples until she sees that all the trees have miraculously come back to life and are bearing fruit. The Harfoots feast and gather food for their travels And then, until Poppy finds a very large footprint, which belongs to these weird white witches. um, They're, they're I, searching I, what, for Meteor Man, and then let, uh, Nori tries to point him in the wrong direction.
1: Yeah, what, what does an all-applesauce diet do to your bowels, man? Like that's <laughs> I guess there's a lot it's of just, fiber, but... Also, Jesus. Yeah, I, nothing they're good. Just gonna let's be, just say just that. Just going to be shitting cider, I think. Um, I don't know if this is
0: a great migration. I'm I'm assuming they come to this grove once a, a year, so
1: maybe they're used to all applesauce diet. Mm. Maybe they're built for it. Yeah, they're going to have to go back to visit Disa for some <laughs> some potatoes and cheese to to bind them back up. Yeah, like Theo tries that all applesauce diet and. He's mm. just—he's a loose cannon for the
0: rest of his week.
1: Not Good, <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, the Swedish death metal elves are back, searching. They're hot on the of the meteor. Hot on the heels of Meteor Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm calling them the witches because I don't know what else to call them. Yeah. Swedish death metal band is uh, mouthful. Um, but yeah, they—they they are looking for Meteor Man, or he points them in the wrong direction. They recognize these flowers. Um.
1: And the day, it looked and like the meter man kind of left a trail behind him. Like, he is spontaneously flowers sprouting flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I, I liked that. I'm surprised they weren't
0: dying as they walked past them. And I don't know if that would be, like, mm. if they are evil, giving away too much um, yeah. about yeah, their I, evilness. I, I but blowing up might
1: happen. the Harfoot's
0: caravan
1: is pretty fucking evil. So they yeah. kind of gave away everything. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was cool, too. Like, the you know, there's a uh, flash of you know, Samwise, Ganji, challenging to, you know, Strider, like, uh, unhand him long shanks. Like, uh, when, mm. you know, they're, they're pretty brave when they have to be. Like, uh, it's just Nori. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then these guys disappear and they come up behind her and her dad comes up and threatens them with the brand. and You Sadoch harm a like, hair on her foot. I love that line. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. <laughs> um, And they just, yeah, they suck up all the fire and destroy the caravans. Oof. Definitely evil. Yeah.
0: Oof! Uh, that's a big blow for the Harfoots. I don't know how they're going to recover from dude all of their caravans being set on fire. Yeah, their food, their supplies, their yeah, transport. going to say
1: like, yeah, hey, we're probably dead anyway. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah.
0: All right, Beric doesn't want to get back on the boat. This is Iseldor's horse um, because Isdor isn't there, so he runs back to where
1: Eustace was, and Ellen deal regrets saving Galadriel. Yeah. It's like uh, Dwayne Durock Johnson Jr. Uh, says, uh, he's, he's like, uh, you know, he's not going to listen to any of us because he's so bonded with that prick Isildur. And now he just won't, you know, he can't be told anything. Uh, shouldn't he know this didn't Elendil tell him all about this and that his mother
0: had told him all this stuff about the bond with the horse and how sacred and important it is there were two lines in here that I really think the character who spoke them was the wrong character to speak them Mm. Mm. it's that and when Elrond tells Durin that they need to let the rocks settle I'm like oh he fucking knows he knows better than you will ever
1: know about everything rock related why are you telling him that he should say it to you Oh, see, I thought that was like a little bit concerned for the rock, but also like you need to take a break and you are like, you know, like uh, Durin might not take okay. a break if Elrond doesn't need one. So Elrond's given him a cover for like unless instead of you make he's heart winded. Explode, yeah, you're trying okay. to keep up with me and elf. Yeah,
0: I thought I've I, I, I interpreted yeah. this as,
1: as him. Yeah, giving like a, him a little bit of a, a break cover.
0: OK, then it's just a horse problem here.
1: Um, yeah, uh, you're right. I like like uh, Ellen Deal should have been like sad to know like oh Barrack can't leave because he thinks his master's still here. Now, yeah, Valendil should have been trying to get get Barrack on the boat
0: and he wouldn't go. Right. And Ellen Deal comes up and says he's not going to go without a yeah. He's yeah he's bonded to that idiot.
1: You got to let him go. <laughs> we, we lost an idiot son and a horse. Now I lost so. a shitty son and a good horse. It's uh, it's it's too bad. <laughs>
0: Uh, Galadriel and Theo get to the encampment, the Numenorean encampment. Uh, Theo searches for his mother and sees all the wounded, and then Theo and Bronwyn are reunited, and so are Theo and Arandir. Arandir, I don't know. His name's
1: killed. Yeah, me. I have in my notes that no- nobody important is missing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm I mean, like, I'm, I'm like, well, I important. guess Isildur, but then I'm like, oh, he's not important. So yeah, points stands. There's a lot more rings of power to ponder. We'll be back right after this short break. And now, let's dig a little deeper on Dug Too Deep.
0: All right, Galadriel goes to the Queen, and the Queen expresses her commitment to continue fighting against evil and return to Middle Earth at some point. And Alendil
1: loses his shit.
0: He just can't take the guilt.
1: Getting his yes, people into he's, this, he's overcome good. with with grief, with shame, uh, that, that he was ready to like, completely renounce his ideals just because the going got tough a little bit. And the queen who he thought, you know, uh, that the queen's got more backbone than him, got more stick-to-itiveness to the elves, got more thirst for righteousness. Like, I wasn't oh, I, exactly sure. I also sure. read that this was maybe him. This was regret for getting
0: his people into it for good now. Like there's no way back because the queen is now committed oh. to returning
1: to Middle Earth. Holy shit! Okay, all right. I th- I thought maybe it's like he he lost his way a little bit and was ready to pack it up, and his queen kind of showed him up. But uh, maybe I suppose either of those uh, could be true. You might be right. We'll have to see. We'll have to yeah. see. We'll know more next week, I'm sure. <laughs> or maybe not. Like maybe, I yeah. I, I, yeah. I honestly my worst case scenario of um, this show punting a lot of these important questions and mysteries and stuff into the future. It might, they might be that goofy. You yeah. That's possible. Cause like, it seems like they, cl- they clearly, that's the other thing is like, I'm starting to question the wisdom of this five season mandate too. Like, Was like, definitely five seasons. I thought that they had, that they were budgeting for five, six seasons of this. And it's like, man, what if this is a three season story? Because wow, we've really drug our feet on some pretty important things. It feels like maybe we should have gotten, gotten a little bit more uh, knowledge on
0: yeah i don't know i mean i think they'll keep making it until the audience withers and dies but i don't know if that'll ever happen i, I see a lot of people saying that this has renewed their interest in lord of the rings and i can see that because oh, sure. it's not all bad and so the ways it's bad a lot of people just don't care about right um and it's exciting i think for lord of the rings fans to have more lord of the rings on television at such and high production gorgeous. levels, yeah,
1: yeah, and it's something again. Like, you, know, you don't you don't give a fuck about violence. It's family friendly. No mm-hmm. one swears, uh, so I get it. Um, I don't think the audience will drop off
0: enough to get them to stop making this. Maybe they cut the budget a little bit
1: because I think all that stuff made damn expensive for the first couple but, seasons. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, and, I, I, and I, but I do, I do think that they can't fuck around in season. You know, I, I, there's a whole mm-hmm. other episode left. But I do think they need to watch about fucking around in season two, or they might. This might be a very expensive debacle. And I keep on, man. The other thing, I was kind of low key seething the second time I was watching this and taking my notes and like sharpening my barbs and like the money they spent on this show with just a marketing um, alone. I know what you can say. You know the where expanse, I'm going to go. Expanse, man. The Expanse. Yeah, and if like they the expanse left another whole fucking trilogy that might be the best one on the table to not adapt it. Mm -hmm. And like, if they fuck this up so bad that they don't even get to the, like what, what if I wonder if there's a world in which this, this goes so badly in seasons two and three that like uh, the Amazon pulls the plug. So like they don't even finish the adaptation, but like, or what, what, what would hurt my feelings most as an expanse fan? That or the fact that they they just plug ahead and they finish it because they've spent all this money and, and the expanse right. that was truly amazing got shortchanged because Amazon refused to market that at all. I, I every time I go to the yeah. movie theater and yeah. I see that fucking sixty second commercial for Amazon Prime Video, mm-hmm. I seethe because not a single second features the expanse. Yeah, and you're like, well, yeah. hey, Ron, it's because it's an old show. They're still showing fucking flea bag, <laughs> right? They're
0: still, that show's been off the air for like four fucking years. It's never coming back.
1: Uh, it doesn't have more story right.
0: to tell. The Expanse says, yeah, I'm with you. It's
1: it's but pretty nerds, annoying. Nerds that are to this podcast. I love you. I'm one of you if mm-hmm. you if 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 and and maybe you don't get down on the sci-fi nerdery but if you do and you haven't given the expanse a shot please watch the first four episodes and at the end of fourth episode you're like fucking hell that's the coolest thing i've ever seen in science fiction in the last 20 years then you can stop watching with my blessing but i think 99% <laughs> of you are going to get there and be like shit yeah and then you're going to find out there's a whole other trilogy after the end and you're going to be outraged and mm-hmm. we need more of you we need you're a Babylon
0: 5 fan from back in the day i think you'll like the expanse a lot Actually. Yeah,
1: if you thought Deep Space Nine was a gritty, mm-hmm. morally gray exploration of morality during war uh, amongst aliens. Yeah. oh, the and, and it also doesn't it's feel incomplete, it. right? Where they left it, you can leave it yeah. there and you can apply a lot of stuff, but it doesn't feel like, oops, we just stopped in the middle of a plot. Right, right. You'll get to the end and you're like, oh, that's a great season. And then you'll get outraged only not because they <laughs> left you in the middle of a story. It's because, you know, there's another trilogy. Yeah, it would be awesome anyway we need another 5 million people ass mad about this yes. uh, hounding Amazon to do it or give up the rights or do the movies <laughs> or something anyway ass mad I love it yes <laughs>
0: uh, yeah yeah let's go over to um, Nori's dad Largo wants to get back on his feet and keep going Sadik wants to weep um, Largo gives this inspiring speech um that inspires everyone to continue walking and it seems to work. But Nori takes two apples and goes after Meteor Man. Poppy goes with, as does Nori's mother,
1: Marigold, <laughs> as does Mella, as Sam does Samwise Samwise Poppy stands up and says, Not without me, Miss, Mr. Nori. Yeah. And and uh And Mary Gold Marigold stands up, yeah. Yep. Says, I'm going yep. to We got a hot crew. You can't really put a Pippin on any of these other people. (laughs) Malva is the Pippin here. I don't know. And Sadik's going, which is the big one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like Malta has been kind of like the thorn in everyone's side and she's the naysayer and she's the one that wanted to leave Mm -hmm. Poppy's fan or Nori's family to die. But like her, even her being like, look, I, (laughs) I just been wrong. You know, Uh, what's the, what the, the line of like, what's the use of living if we're not living good? that's mm, yeah it's great line great line I agree and All then right, we got the, like you know uh, like he says that what we can do like no one else can do is walk that's the Lord of the Rings birthright man those series are just long walks and like we got a mm-hmm. great fellowship setting out across these big vista this big landscape like I got yeah. I got so much fellowship vibes at the end of this it's great
0: and they do head in the direction that Nori was pointing the witches away mm-hmm. from so yep. kind of see what her intent was uh the queen leaves middle earth bronwyn says they're ready to travel to their new settlement galadriel's going to the elf king uh then bronwyn asks about halbrand and galadriel is apparently going to take him um he's injured and i think galadriel plans to take him with her to linden and he gets cheers as he rides out of the encampment and then before she goes she leaves her sword to theo
1: How we feel about evil Halbrand? Because he's taken wounds that only elvish medicine can heal. That's given. That's reminding me of Frodo and his Morgul blade wound. Because if they're just mm. burns, you know, I feel like Bronwyn could deal with burns. Just put some some Middle Earth neosporin on it, and you're going to be fine. But well, they're all out of Alfirin seeds, looks, right? They used all <laughs> the that aspirin, up on Bronwyn. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, they got to go get more of those. They need to go to the Valley of Procter and Gamble and get some more. Uh-huh. I, I I do. I do wonder if um, they are leaning into because he, he looks a little like red rimmed in his eyes. Like maybe he's 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 having some life mm. drained out of him. Uh, he, he's yeah. Being corrupted. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I, I don't have a strong read on that. It's still a mystery, I guess. But he's
1: also very committed to like, I'm not going to leave these. Uh, I'm not going to leave, abandon these lands. Uh, I want to fight yeah. for my people. I've I've, I've sacked up, man. Mm-hmm. Did his did his sack get burnt up in the pyroclastic cloud, uh, pyro classic cloud? You think, Jim? Well, almost certainly, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, is he even a king? I don't know. How good's his uh? How good's the loin area of his armor?
1: <laughs> is that uh, made of mithril? I, I don't know. Probably not, since the dwarves are just not getting around to discovering it. Yeah. So yeah, sack's gone. Um, I,
0: I I gotta think there's some prestige that comes with having an elven sword if you're a kid. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. He trades oh, yeah. this evil hilt, Southlands? right? He's yeah, obsessed yeah, yeah, with yeah. this evil hilt of a sword, and suddenly he has an elven sword. I think that's yeah, a trade that's up. Well I'll make that trade all trade
1: all day god i just i'm so because like i feel like i would like this thing a hundred times more if i they just didn't do the stupid volcano shit yeah because a lot of the actual things they're doing i think are good i just think mm-hmm. that like um Isildur is borderline irredeemable and just like they just did a phenomenally stupid set piece uh and it's a yeah. damn shame because yeah you're right that's a great like yeah you lost your evil sword kid but look you got this bright shiny elven sword now Mm-hmm. um and you got you know they're kind of trying to tell me that they're this kid's head screwed on straight which fair enough all right let's go back to they're Durin. also oh also oh, like this yeah. is something i'm going to ask john about on the lore cast because they talk about uh, the river anduin which is the big central river that kind of runs through a lot of middle earth and there's a hmm. numenorean colony at the mouth of it called uh pelagir Pel- pelagir i think that's where they're headed yeah yeah and i i checked it out and there is an entry for this port port city at the mouth uh, at like the delta of the anduin in the the tolkien gateway so there's there's lore there's lore to be uncovered a rich mine of mithril lore um that we'll be probably talking about on the lore cast
0: i i had a guess as to what that place was called written in my notes but what, what we don't have subtitles yeah, it was just like you... Pellegr,a or something. Um, yeah, b- but I took it out. I, I, any name that I didn't already know, I took out of my
1: notes because of the screener copy we got without subtitles, because yeah. I wasn't sure how to say it. Well, I thought they pronounced there it, 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 it is I thought they pronounced Anduin really weirdly too. But maybe oh. I've never honestly heard that river pronounced, so maybe it's Anduin or something. Gotcha. Um, and uh, because yeah, I I had to because I knew how to spell that river. So I put that in okay. and L-O-T-R and I did. Yeah, I did something Pelligree or something and, and it, yeah, <laughs> it it autocorrected. So thank God. Thank God for Google.
0: Yeah. Apologies if we didn't get that right. But uh, let's go over to Durin. He's mourning the inevitable death of the elves and Disa tries to cheer him up by saying one day he'll be king
1: and then they'll dig for Mithril. I'm not sure why this cheered him up. Because unless they're going to kill the king tomorrow, it's probably right? going to be way too late for the elves, because the elves wasn't, have wasn't spring. there like a three month yeah window here? Yeah, they have till spring. Yeah. Yeah, it's a this problem. Also, did they just send the dwarves home? Like, okay, well, why build the tower? Why build the forge? I guess. I guess. Well, the
0: so the dwarves, where were the dwarves building that? Were they were they building in that the, in their
1: territory or the Elven? The Yeah, in the Elven territory. It's outside. Okay, so like they took all the dwarves. Yeah,
0: they probably took all the yeah. dwarves home. They had the dwarf. Or yeah, at least there's know. a
1: writer going out to tell the dwarves to come home now. Maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, I just thought the, it was a weird triumph. Because yeah, it's like, yeah, one day it will be in the Smith rule. You'll, you'll be able to, to call the shots. Um, well, this was also confusing for me
0: because I thought Daddy Durin just said you're not the prince anymore, and right. so that succession was never going to happen. Right, but Dees is leaning in and saying yes, it when you become king, and I'm like, oh okay is she he's just still optimistic first. he's either
1: for, he's, he, he's either first in line or not you know like i don't, and that's the thing it's like did the king was that something he did in a fit of peak or is that something he's going to stand by or like yeah I, you're right it's a little confusing it's because like i, a I didn't little know bit. it was, and they can clear it up later that's fine sure. it's just yeah uh, yeah if watching this, this worst, i was like
0: is he or isn't he
1: yeah if this is the worst thing that the episode had going on it wouldn't be that bad but totally it, it is a little confusing i thought
0: then we get to see Daddy Durin throwing the linden leaf into the Mithril mines, and it catches fire when it hits the bottom, and we see the Balrog. Holy shit! Yeah, I'm I mean, kind of surprised they, they show the Balrog waiting
1: down there. I suppose it's no secret, but it seems early. Eh, I mean, they call it Durin's bane in the Lord of the Rings movie, so I th- I think the timeline is all kind of goofed up for all this happening because, like, that—that's the thing. I. I thought they would show because of the like, you know, maybe something stirring, but the actual reveal that it's a Balrog. um, I imagine they're eventually going to mine vast quantities of Mithril and this Balrog's like, (laughs) yeah, that leaf felt pretty far, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. like Gandalf you know, base jumping after the Balrog to the middle of the goddamn planet. It's like. Yeah, sure. This isn't deep, what like, Saruman
0: meant when he said the elves dug, gr- dug too, too greedily. Great. But too I guess I'll deep. just keep
1: going. Yeah, I wish they did. I, I think they needed to spend a lot of more time with that leaf falling, or maybe leave it a little bit more ambiguous what threat is down there. Because like that ball rod yes. looks I think the last Yep. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think if there was just like a red glow and maybe a slight roar
0: that you hear or the beginnings
1: of a stirring yeah i would i would like that a lot better but yeah it's not what they chose to do yeah and like that's what's shaking down there's something down there shaking it's angry and if it just a leaf burst into fire that would have been enough but yeah it feels like leaning too
0: heavily into fan service right i mean the show has done that
1: many times
0: it's just i i think you service all the fans by just showing a glow yeah and and playing a slight sound. But I was more also than you serviced them here because you let them
1: think about it, right? I, I don't know. I was also a little disappointed that I that they just they just ran back the Lord of the Rings era Balrog, which if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And you know that was like I had never been a hundred percent satisfied with any of the depictions of the Balrogs that I'd seen in any of the novel or any of the you know legendariums or compendiums or all the different artwork. And like I thought, the Weta just fucking nailed it. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a creature of fire and shadow, and it doesn't it have wings. Does it not have wings. Is it, like it's very more so. Like, but I was kind of hoping to see, I don't know, another take on it. But they're just oh, yeah? really leaning into the the I original film's depiction f- of it. Fire, fire and smoke demons probably don't change much over the ages no it's fine I was just hoping so. to see another equally awesome interpretation of them because okay. they've done like unique things with the dwarves I think that was really cool like their, their, their copper boots that look like dwarf feet sure I think are very charming their helmets that are just literally giant <laughs> versions of their own heads mm-hmm. it's super cool they've done some like uh, they've, they've given the, the, the sylvian elves kind of like this weird like int face stuff on their armor it's different yeah. than like Legolas so I thought it's like oh they might have another cool take on Balrogs and it doesn't look like they do but that's cool because this is pretty good. Take pretty sweet, yeah. And finally, Adar tells the orcs
0: that they're home and the sun won't touch them here. And Waldric declares Adar lord of the southlands, but he says, No, no, it needs another name. And we see the caption change from the southlands in gold to Mordor in black. I thought this Very was cool. a little,
1: I thought it was a little, hopey. you thought it was much uh, too much, okay. Yeah, when it turned into, like, you know, Southlands to Mordor,
0: Flaming. and See, you know. here, here's what I wish happened in this final season. I think they needed to save Mount Doom for the final episode, and I think all of these things needed to happen, and this was the end of the season. Yeah, You, you have Mount Doom erupt, you have yep. the smoke spread, you have the caption change, you have him yep. say we need a new name, season over, we'll come back season two on this huge change in the world yeah instead we've got another two two episodes you know this one and the next one one episode oh yeah yeah, counting counting this one after mount doom blows up to like do what to to set up next season i feel like that would have perfectly set up next season i
1: honestly have no idea what to expect because i'm you're right this feels like uh at, this feels like a finale this feels like 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 uh, if they want to do like a Lord of the Rings or the Wire or the or Breaking Bad where like the real bomb happens on the penultimate and then you have the you know the kind of epilogue that sets up next season this, this feels like the finale right and last episode felt Absolutely. like the penultimate so like yeah. what the fuck is the finale going to be um it's probably something with Meteor Man I don't know yeah I hope we get some god damn it I hope we get some some kind of answer about that um because I don't know if I can take this sublingual guy, you know, just act shocked and befuddled and mildly evil for uh, another whole yeah, season. Yeah, I can't see another episode of him going, ha
0: I'm good. Wait, no, I'm
1: evil. Wait, no, I'm good. I can't. Let me ask you this. At what point does Waldred just, like, express regret for the side he's, because, like, this cannot be what he was hoping for when Sauron came back. He is not looking like the world being right? good. This is just the worst place to live if you're a person.
0: Oh, absolutely. Living in an active volcano. That's yeah, like, terrible. Uh, humans, turns
1: out, need sun for a lot of reasons. Yeah. It's like, cast off your cloaks and helms, orcs. The suns will no longer trouble you. You people, there'll be some vitamin D supplements. Make sure you take those every day because you're gonna start <laughs> yeah. to fucking die. Your your proteins are gonna form properly anymore. You're, you're gonna get much real fucked. depressed. Yeah, here's some whole milk. It's fortified with vitamin D. Just start guzzling it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, that's for the what's orcs. coming out of those diseased cows, right? It's just milk with vitamin D. But when are they gonna see that like Adars is using them? Like literally. Like mm-hmm. the the I, I think he's gonna treat the humans like the the orcs have been treated, like essentially enslaved people being subverted to wills that are not their own. Which that I guess that's interesting. Sense. But I don't know why Wald well, yeah, Waldred needs to like wise up, man. Yeah, he chose poorly. He chose poorly. And he'll probably suffer for it. So I hope so. He's another we'll one of those I'm rooting, actively rooting against him. He's in he, uh, oh, Waldred, yeah. Waldred and eseldor They they need to die. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Is that it? Is that, That's gonna, it, man. Uh, yeah, we our, got one our, episode are, left. Do you feel like your spleen is fully vented?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I had a half. I, look, I had a bursting full spleen last episode, and I vented it quite a bit in that podcast and feedback yeah. episode. Cool. This episode, I only had a half full spleen because some of well, a good chunk of it was good
1: and i enjoyed i will it. say so like, i will say that now that we've got our with all the biles out of our system we've we've reset like i don't mm-hmm. think the show is poised to be stupid at this point like there is nothing that <laughs> immediately <laughs> is jumping out of like this is fucking stupid did, they have got that stopped a wide, before they got a wide open field to do an amazing finale and make me eat all these words like I, I, just despite everything, I think the Queen stuff is working. Galadriel and Theo stuff is pr- working pretty well. Uh, fuck Isildur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm super Adar. I'm on Adar's team. I'm on Durin and Elrond's team. I'm on the Harfoot's adventure team. Let's 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 bring this thing home with the finale. Yeah.
0: Let's we'll uh, see
1: we'll see. Do you want to... Do, do, audience, gentle listener, do you need to vent your spleens? Do you, have, do you need a place for bile to go? Do you, do you have anti-acids for us? Mm-hmm. Uh, send that in to doug deep at BaldMove.com. We'd love to hear uh, hear what you think uh, about the Balrogs, about Kelleborn <laughs> taking a bullet before the season starts, uh, what you thought of a Pyroclastic Cloud, whether you want to sell us on the bullshit Cool Ash Theory, uh, whatever. doug too deep at com. Don't forget... We'll be back Monday, uh, with our buddy John, or I'll be back Monday, buddy, our buddy John, to see if we need to vent his spleen a little bit. Cause I, oof, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to him finding out about this Celeborn stuff. Um, oh yeah, boy, the mithril yeah. got him hot. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Doug to Follow us on Twitter. dot uh, com slash bald move for all the latest releases and updates and what we're up and about. And if you want to get an ad free feed and tons of bonus features check out our support uh, or, or, and just keep us going uh, check out our support page at support.baldmove.com to find out how you can get access to that and a bunch of other different stuff we'll see we'll see what how, how the finale looks uh, next week until then I'm your host Aaron and I'm Jim see ya